0: grief is a powerful thing and whether we fully understand it or not it affects us almost daily in our lives we feel the weight of it we feel the effects of it whether it's a large traumatic event or a small minuscule one it's it's present it is there surrounding us constantly it's helping us contort our reality into something more manageable or lash out at someone in a sense to release emotion it is a part of our being Over the next few weeks, we're going to discuss each of these five stages of grief, and the goal here is just to develop a better understanding of how it affects you. Finding its place in your life and understanding which stage you're in and how to get out of it and how to accept it is one of the first steps of healing. So stay tuned and get ready for part two. You're listening to On The Rocks by Congratulations Network. Today's episode is Anger. say it's easier to be angry than sad it's part of the reason we have so much trauma in the world today we would much rather feel our rage and lash out at someone than addressing the sadness in our own heart we know what anger feels like confusion will set in your heart rate rises jaw clenches all while your body becomes flushed with rage your blood begins to boil and there it is the lucid picture of your trauma appears as the preferred reality of denial fizzles out of sight The emotion of anger has been lurking in the shadows, waiting to become your closest friend. See, by the time you start living in actual reality again and letting go of your denial, anger will set the tone for the next stage of grief. This is where most people come face to face with their inner Hulk. You know, Bruce Banner may ask the questions of why me and how could this happen, but the Hulk does one and one thing only. Smash. The iconic phrase, you won't like me when I'm angry, becomes the truest of statements. You begin blaming each and every single thing or person for causing you this pain. You start redirecting your anger towards close family and and friends, even if they did nothing to cause the traumatic event. If you're a person of faith, then chances are doubts about God and religion start plaguing your mind. You start asking things like, where is he? Why didn't he protect me from this? Do I deserve it? Do I deserve this hell? The answer is no, but we're looking for someone to blame. See, researchers and mental health professionals around the world agree that anger is necessary. It's a necessary stage of grief. I would further encourage you to allow yourself to feel every weighted ounce of it, especially with God. I get it. It feels like a slippery slope, but even though you might feel like diving into anger will cause a you know dangerous and endless cycle of rage, I promise you it will dissipate. The faster you formally address your anger, and you name it, you allow yourself to feel the weight of it, to feel all of that emotion, the faster this rage will subside. That's the point when true healing can begin. Ray Bradbury said in his book, Something Wicked This Way Comes, that we can't actually be good unless we know what bad is. It isn't healthy to suppress any of our emotions, especially anger, we have to feel them. We need to know what that is. When you're going through grief, you're creating a new baseline for your life. The rules have changed, the game has changed, and so you need to understand your emotions and your limits. They're chemical reactions, our body's natural response to thoughts and hormones. Lucky for us, we know what suppressed energy can do. If you blow enough air into a balloon, it's eventually going to find the weak point and pop. It's always going to find a way out in an uncontrolled manner and chances are be even more disruptive. But we also know how efficient controlled energy can be. If you dam up a river, you get to harness its power, control the rate of flow and utilize its energy. In everyday life, we're told to control our anger and not lash out at anyone, especially God. But when you experience a traumatic event, you become disconnected from reality. You lose your grounding in the real world. I personally like to think of anger as the tether keeping your world from completely breaking apart. Directing your anger towards something or someone bridges the gap between a preferred reality and actual reality. Now, this is an important disclaimer. I'm not instructing you to walk around town calling everyone an asshat and kicking their puppies. I'm simply saying you need to direct the anger in your mind. Focus on the factual events that happen to you. people that caused your trauma, mentally get angry with them. Call them names, think devious thoughts, silently judge them when you see them post on Instagram, have fun with it, just keep it in the safe space of your mind. This principle also applies to God and the universe. See, contrary to popular belief, sometimes it's essential for us to get angry and lash out at God. In my personal experience, I've used God as a safe haven to distribute my anger plenty of times. If you want an example of that, check out our blog post, God's Fight Club. If you're not a believer, I at least highly recommend you finding a quiet place like your car or a bathroom and just get angry at the universe. Yelling at God or the universe does several things. It lets out your frustrations into the ether. It helps release this negative energy that's built inside your body. Not to mention it saves you from wrongly lashing out at some undeserving bystander. The only way to feel your anger is is to accept your situation's gritty and unabridged details. This is when you dig into the weeds of what's causing your pain. When I went through my divorce, I had to break down any walls or anything that was structurally holding love for my ex. I had to see the situation for what it truly was. She was the person who had caused me several years of pain. She abused me mentally and verbally. She publicly embarrassed me. She cheated on me multiple times and had no awareness of the consequences. The bill came due, and it was time for me to see her for the person she really was. When my best friend Terrence died in a car accident, I lashed out at the doctors for not doing enough. I got pissed at him for being stubborn and not wearing a seatbelt. I was furious at the other driver for not paying attention and swerving into his lane. I yelled at God for taking a good man way too soon, but I did it all within my mind. If you're like me and you put others' feelings ahead of your own, this stage will feel harsh, cold, undeserving. But the anger stage is not for rational thought. Rational thought will come later. You have to let loose all of the pent-up energy you've been storing, the hurt you've gone through, the mental strain you've endured. You have to throw a tantrum, but do it in your mind. If this doesn't feel harsh for you, if this seems natural for you, You need to figure out a better way to dam up your energy, to harness that energy, and quietly push it through. This is where control comes in. You don't lash out at other people publicly. You do it in your mind. When the anger finally dwindles from this raging fire to just a smoldering pile of ashes, chances are you'll experience remorse. It's normal. When Bruce Banner wakes up from the reality of what or who the Hulk just smashed, we usually witness him fall into a slump. He wants to rid himself of the damage he caused and begins feeling the weight of all of his rage whether you lashed out at someone unintentionally or you confronted your anger in your mind chances are you will still feel remorseful if you don't it either means that you have more anger to work through or you need the help of a therapist or someone to guide you through this anger but when you finally get there feeling this remorse and feeling the weight of your trauma actually unwraps a whole box of new questions which usually means you're ready for the next stage of grief bargaining. My name is Stephen Woodson, and you've been listening to part two of the five part stages of grief blog series. For more information, check out our website or click the link in the show notes for the other four parts. And as always, stay safe, keep your mental health in check and keep growing. For listening to On the Rocks audio blog from Congratulations Network. For more information, please visit our website at www.congratulationsnetwork.com.